Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes and a Token. Hey! There we you go. You already know what time it is. Yep, this uh, this podcast is actually based off of our YouTube channel, so if you get a chance, go check it out, hit that subscribe button. Yep. Uh, we also have a Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram that you can go check out all the latest, all the latest information and posts on our social media pages. So thank you so much for tuning in, and please enjoy. At, at the time, right, you were doing this for, what, five, six years up to now, right? What do you mean? After, so basically left the cruise line, <laughs> went back to- Lowe's. Uh, went yeah. back yeah. to having wood. Yeah. That lumber. Right? lumber. Yeah. Then, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then you kind of dive in. So you've been doing this for what? So so on, on land. Yeah. Um, <laughs> on, on, land, on land, I've been doing this since you know, 2014, 2015. 2015 yeah 2015 yeah so, so you're literally you're going seven, on eight eight seven eight, eight years now yeah. now um recently though you actually had a had an incident you were coming home from a show mm -hmm. right what walk us through that what happened all right um so as much as i can legally talk about um i was headed home from a gig and uh there was this guy going the wrong way down the main road there 41 yeah um, have any guys been down to Cape Coral area? Yeah, I worked there. Okay, okay. So you know the forty-one stretch. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was <laughs> talking into the mic, Chris. <laughs> no, I was, I was, I was getting personal. With <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I do that yeah. work there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm doing <laughs> Cape Coral. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm doing a show. <laughs> <laughs> so um, there's a forty-one stretch there. So uh, dude was just going the wrong way, and I was truck in front of me. Truck kind of got out of the way, but he didn't like weave. He didn't like like oh shit like like move. He just kind of got over. And nobody uses their blinker in Florida, so I didn't think anything of it. So he just kind of got over, and I just saw headlights, and I was like, what the hell? So I tried to scoot that way, and it was just a bad game of chicken. Boom, just caught me head on, 65 miles an hour, um, totaled my truck, totaled his car. And um, yeah, I sustained some injuries and stuff. I can't really talk too much about all that because I'm yeah. still, it's still kind of a whole yeah, ongoing yeah. thing. But I, um, I've been out of work for a while, and just now getting back to performing. Like last night was my first show but back. A lot of that. Um, and I was I was going to ask you that, and then we're going to go into that too in just a second. Mm -hmm. What what happened? Like physically, were you able to play after that, or what? What was the I, issues? I was literally anything that you were allowed. Sewn, to yeah, I was about. literally sewn to my couch. Like I couldn't move. Like I was not literally paralyzed, but basically, it was like I I was just kind of stuck sitting on the couch. I was just told you know get up and move around a couple minutes a day so you don't get worse yeah. by just laying there. Um, but I mean I was that way for four or five weeks where i just couldn't do anything like that's crazy i couldn't yeah. even play my guitar like i couldn't even like have i was somebody, gonna say yeah my you hand had... was lacerated and i couldn't bend these two fingers i got into a similar situation damn near i was driving down 41 going in cape coral and i noticed this big ass box truck coming in the same direction and i didn't think about it you know i'm like I wasn't really paying attention. I'm like, oh, there's the box truck. Oh, shit! You know? And notice there's two cops chasing him. You know, he's going in the opposite direction. I was like, dude, that shit was crazy. Man. Cape <laughs> Coral's bad for driving. Just don't yeah. drive down 41. That's yeah. all. Yeah. So, like, um, dude, you basically, you're kind of, I mean, you're living your dream. You're doing the thing that you absolutely love, and all of a sudden this thing happens, mm -hmm. and they basically say, you got to stop. Like, what's your thought process as you're, as you're sitting? Like, um. It was like I understood and it made sense um, for a short, maybe like a day or two. 
I was in like a depressed mode. I was like, man, this really sucks. Like I, I've been doing this and, and, and haven't had this type of type of time off before where I, I can't even practice. Like I can't do anything. So I was like kind of not sure what was going to happen. So that made me a little depressed. But then the moment I talked to my physical therapist, my first question was like, what am I allowed to do that won't break me? Like, what's my limit? Like, give me an actual limit of things I can do per day. And my focus was only get back as soon as possible. Yeah. Like, at what, what can I do? And when can I go back safely? Like, what, what can I do to max out my potential of coming back? And when I do go back, like, what level can I be at? where I'm not like still gimpy and still messed up and can't even open like my toolbox to, it can't lift my toolbox to take it to the, to, to, to the site to play. Yeah. So it was, it was a mixture of, uh, you know, just kind of like bummed out and then anxious to figure it all out. Like, when can I get back? Yeah. So in, say you're like a couple weeks into it, mm. do, does it ever hit you like in, in, in those moments sometimes where shit just starts to become overwhelming? Like, how did you handle those particular moments? Cause I, I know for a fact, like I'm, we've already, I'm not a musician, but I can already tell because in case you guys didn't know, we're shooting in his studio. <laughs> um, this is literally like your life. Like mm. you get up, you have coffee. Some people will go and they're like all right let me get dressed i go to work i do this i do that you have coffee you come in here to your life yep. and this is what you do all day yep. and all of a sudden they're like no so like when you're having those moments where shit's building up like how how did you handle those particular moments when you feel like fuck this is never going to end yeah honestly so i'm gonna get real deep with you guys for a sec so when the when the accident happened the moment that we both turned the same way and I saw him turn with me, like the car go this way, I genuinely thought like, I'm, I'm done. Like I'm going to die. Like yeah. I was going so fast. I was like, there's no way I'm making this. So when he hit me and I spun out and stopped and was like, holy shit, I'm alive. Yeah. I started assessing, wiggling my toes, wiggling my legs. Like, oh my God, I'm not paralyzed. Like I can feel everything. Like my hands, are, my hand hurts, my back hurts. Like, I'm okay. And, uh, all that came through my mind when I was sitting in here third, fourth week, you know, into it being like, God, I'm, I, I hate that. I can't do anything. What kept just rushing to the front of my head is like, dude, I made it like I'm alive. I'll be okay eventually. But like, uh, it, it was, it, it was emotional in a good way. Cause I never like in that moment, I thought it was over, you know, and yeah. I just kind of accepted it. I was just kind of like, all right, like this is it. And like, instead of being like, <clears throat> like tightening up, I just kind of like accepted it. Like, all right, like I have no control over the scenario. So I just kind of like let go. And the doc said, that's one of the reasons I survived was because I didn't like, like Tense up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just kind of like, cause th you've heard stories of like drunk drivers, like not getting too fucked up because they were all like a limp noodle and they just kind of like went with the flow. Yeah. Essentially that's what I did, but like not to that capacity. I just, and, and you weren't go. drinking. You were not drinking. Not He's at all. He's no, a responsible yeah, artist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, no, that's, yeah. so, but yeah, that's all documented. And, yeah. and I don't really, like I said, I don't really drink when I play. It's yeah. like super, super so, rare. That's, that's, that's a wild concept, man. So. Cause that's, I gotta tell you, I think that's some of the people, cause honestly we get messages to the podcast a lot with some of the, especially with Chris's story. Mm. Um, and some of the early people that we had on, um, a, a lot of, a lot of questions about how you get over, over the hill. Cause everybody knows in, in life there's dude, there's, there's hills and there's valleys, mm -hmm. right? Depending on the stress levels, hills and valleys. When you're at the top of that hill, there's some part in your brain where you're just like dude this is never gonna fucking end you know and you just like you're like part of you is like dude fuck this and some of us have the ability to just sit for five minutes 
be stressed the fuck out and then just, all right, what do I need to do? Right. Yeah. And you just start moving forward. Some people don't have that ability. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I'm saying. So like for you, obviously you kind of dive back into that, like, fuck, I'm at the top of this hill, but I mean, let's be real. I mean, the hill could be a lot worse. I could not have my hill. Yeah, right. I could, I yeah. could not be here. I could be under the hill, buried. Yeah, like, like that's yeah, it. Literally. So honestly, I, I love that. I love that. So now, I, I also for that whole concept, I live by. Uh, I'm trying to remember who said it. It was probably one of those guys like Gary Vee or, yeah. or one of those motivational guys. The five by five rule. Like, if it's not going to matter in five years, don't give it more than five minutes of negative energy. That's that's really what it is. That's fucking hard. I mean, yeah. You know, yeah. I know we're going to take that's that. That's hard yeah. for me, dude. Yeah. Break yeah. that like, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, one thing that's different different for me from high school, because anybody that knew me in high school, I was a fucking goofball. <laughs> I was an idiot. I think we were all fucking tools in high school. I think it's it's possible. It yeah. It's the age. It's the age. It's the age. <laughs> it's the age. So when, as, as I got through college and everything, and um, I became like a massive perfectionist. Mm. When shit doesn't go right, dev, mm. dev. I go fucking insane <laughs> and it's it's frustrating to a point because I I being a parent I have to control myself because I can find myself Keon sees it all because our, our kids hang out constantly yeah, yeah. right there will be moments where he can see it on my face like the kids are in the middle of play day you can't clean the fucking house in the middle of play day bro of course you not. can't yeah, right but I'm looking at it and I'm like hey yeah, damn it. Yeah. And I start getting frustrated because it's not perfect. And it's yeah, something yeah. that's just driven my brain into that direction. Crazy. And that's, that's, people tell me that right there. Five minutes, five years. And yeah. it's like, it's so hard for yeah. me to grasp that concept. I don't want to hear that shit. <laughs> like, legit. I start arguing with it, even though it makes sense. And it's literally like, hey, Mike, you won't believe it. If you embrace this, you might live longer. Yeah. Right? In my mind, it's like, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. be angry right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, you guys I, have I need fun. my five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Then, for disclosure, this doesn't mean beat your kids for five minutes yes. and be okay with it. That's correct. <laughs> and it's, it's so, and Keon, Keon, like I said, Keon sees me a lot more, but it, it's it's such a hard thing there are some days i'm phenomenal with it some days i just don't give a shit then there's majority days where keon's got to be like hey man let's go play mad yeah just, just yeah, forget yeah. about yeah, this forget right about, uh, i yeah. look at it yeah. like you have to understand room was trashed only anyway. going to be <laughs> this age for so long yeah, yeah. Right, they, right, they, right if they make this mistake let them make it 100 yeah. miles an hour because once yes. they make that mistake and i tell them then they yeah. won't make that mistake again. We have to address everything mm -hmm. because as humans, we we just make mistakes constantly. Yeah, each and every day, I, I look forward to the mistake that I'm going to make. I'm like, what? How am I going to mess up today? Because yeah. if I get to the mess up now, then I can just learn and move yeah. forward. Classic failure is the best teacher. That's just a fact yes, of life. I I agree with it, that. Just, just an absolute fact. So for what it's worth, if if you were to kind of role play like pretend like you were the kid and you felt yeah. like every time you screwed something oh, yeah. up and your dad got like upset that the house wasn't clean or whatever like try to instill yeah. in them like it's okay to fuck up that is what happened uh, <laughs> all right well well for anybody that knows our history whenever our, we were in high school with our we lived with him mm -hmm. that's exactly what he was like he yeah just, he would could do it every day he'd come home He'd be like, that fucking spoon isn't supposed to be there. Yeah. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. That's a multitude of drugs. Yeah. Call it it was like, wild. Like, Our pops wasn't like like how Devin was talking about how his, his his family was like, yeah, go get it, go out there and get it and all this. And yeah. I, mean, I, I was I wanted to be a professional skater when I grew up. And, you know, my dad was like, 
Dude, you suck. You ain't gonna make it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. hey, he's probably, you know what, dude? The worst part is he's agreed to be a guest. He's gonna be on this podcast right. at one point. You know? yeah. he's, hey, like, hey. he's like, man, you're trash, dude. Yeah. Listen, so not, not for I, nothing, but I, I mean, you remember my stepdad? I was gonna say, dude. Yeah. So I didn't Devin, always have like that 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 like push. I actually had a lot of pullback on right. on the the military side of my family. Like, yeah, you know, it was it was not. In, embraced like yeah. my lifestyle was not first embraced. thing you do is shave that head Devin. <laughs> <laughs> you start waking up at three so all right so we divert a little bit we'll go back so obviously we've kind of talked about the hills the valleys um now for the first time in how many weeks right how many weeks did you play your first show last oh, night yeah. i mean it's been two and a half months two and a half months so mm -hmm. you're literally you're talking like 10 to 12 weeks that you haven't even really done anything mm -hmm. so now you get back um you said what'd you say like oh, four or five hundred people yeah it was a lot showed of up yeah night. yeah because there awesome. was there was a big push online and um i remember seeing this was the best part dude is i thought this was amazing there were usually artists will post up stuff like hey da 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 this happened or this this and that like the venues that he played through like through gatherings for him without without asking him to be involved in any of that stuff they were like yeah. hey man that was unreal that so, was like yeah that was that, amazing that was for, actually to kind of dance back to that that question with that information that was one of the things that really got me through like sitting here yeah. was that about halfway through the process a buddy of mine named bobby schneck super shout out to bobby schneck one of the best guitar players and guitar techs in the country like yeah. i love that guy super talented super humble bobby's the man him and our and rob viola as well they have a band called sonica so they, uh, uh, Bobby pitched this idea to the GM of Pop Sunset Grill, the place that I play, and uh, he said, "Hey, you know, Dev does stuff for us. Maybe we should throw a benefit." And then, he, and they all put this whole thing together, and then texted me and said, "Hey, man, we're putting out a benefit for you, and dude. Yeah. You want to talk about emotional? Um, I was in my attorney's office, like hiring him, right? Yeah. And he just took some weight off my shoulders." from this whole thing because i was getting phone calls and like i've never been in an accident in my life never had to deal with an attorney it's all new yeah. right so i'm like stressed out and and he goes hey man listen i'm gonna take over from here just let me let me handle it and i just felt like Ugh. so i started getting emotional i started crying a little bit and he was like hey i'm gonna go print some paperwork i'm gonna give you a minute and i was like thank you so he walked out to go print some stuff and then i got that text and i was just ugly crying like oh, <laughs> oh god yeah just, going on the dude just so <laughs> ugly yeah. and the poor guy walks right back in and I'm just like, hold my phone, like, ah! <laughs> He's like, well, what happened? And I'm like, I have such good friends. <laughs> I love Everybody loves me. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, my friends are so nice. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So, dude, that's awesome. And I, I loved seeing that. Um, and I was I was actually really upset because um, we had Ash and, and I and the kids. We couldn't make it. Um, and I think you we, we had literally texted. And oh yeah, you yeah. said you said you were gonna try to make it out, but yeah. I, I don't think you were able to. No, I ended up going. Did you go in the evening? Yeah, I ended up because I, I had yeah. PT during the day and a meeting, and then I ended up going. Uh, I had to be in a wheelchair because I couldn't walk. Yeah, Stu, we had we had some other stuff that we had to do, and I was and I was like, hey, Ash, I don't care what happens if he goes. Like we're canceling that, and I want to go. Oh man, and it, I think it was like we found out later on that you actually went. So it was, I I was kind of frustrated by that, but digress. So move forward now last night first show back like mm -hmm. you're getting in the car to head to this venue like what's going through your mind dude how are you feeling so um i'm back yeah yeah, yeah. so so I, I i do multiple things right last night i actually played drums yeah. and, and and it was with uh my dad's a bass player my dad and i play in a band together okay and uh 
So that that was just hype for me. That was all yeah. excitement. It was like, man, my first show back in a long time. I get to do my favorite thing, which is play drums, and I get to do it with my dad and and some of my really good friends. And normally this venue right up the road here, it's called a Twisted Fork. Shout out Twisted Fork, great venue. Um, has a lot of national bands come through. We we got to play on their huge, awesome stage. It was a beautiful night out. Like everything just seemed to fit. Everything was like really great. So I was just all hyped all day. Like yeah. I I didn't need anything other than the moment, and it was just so rewarding and i got there set my stuff up i got there super early because i was like i'm gonna move super slow you know because i used to be able to set up my drums really quick but now with this with the back stuff i'm like oh, i'm gonna take it easy yeah. so i showed up early kind of took the moment in and the first song we got into man it was just like oh just like settled back in and all the good nerves came back and it was man so it was emotional high all dude, over again yeah no yeah. one can get i'm a to crier dude i'm a wuss dude i, I cry a lot like I, I'm, I'm 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 an emotional dude <laughs> listen Fuck uh, yeah. yeah. Be do, proud of that I shit. Do music yeah. and not be emotional. Bro, I'm, 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 I don't care yeah. me, what kind of music. I'm an do. emotionally driven dude, like a lot. And and I was, my dad jumped up on the riser. So, like, you have the stage and you have the drum riser. It's a little higher. And I was up there. And my dad jumped up on there and started rocking bass guitar right next to me during that song. I was just like, I'm not going to fucking cry right now. God damn, I'm not. No. <laughs> no. I'm not crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's but fantastic. Great. Just, just great vibes, man. Just felt as good as I thought it would to, to come back. And tonight, actually, this is going to air way later, but like, um, tonight is going to be my first solo gig back in two and a half months. Wow. Um, and that's going to be a big thing too. It's at same place. Pop sense. girl, the guys who threw the benefit for me, I'm that's performing awesome. there and, uh, got a ton of people coming. It's going to be great. But, that's um, fantastic, dude. I, yeah. lo I love that. Shit. I'm, yeah. just, I'm excited. Just the mere fact that you're playing with your dad, like, yeah, you know, you know a, a, as a father, you're like, man, what can I do with him? That's going to last a lifetime. Yeah. It's not yeah, just yeah. catch. I'm not gonna play catch with my son in 40. Like, hey, yeah. good son, let's go out there, go long. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> so, what can I do with him that's gonna last a lifetime? Mm. And when you're 90 years old, and you know somebody else, you throwing 20 dollars down somebody else's shirt, you can still be up there with your dad, enjoying yeah. yourself, like until and live off those memories. Yeah. That's all you want to do is create memories that are gonna last a lifetime and continue mm. to do so. So to have that, what's it like? What was it like coming off stage? just it was, it was awesome you know um as the night went on you know people kind of like filtered out and stuff and we played a little later than we anticipated um long story short we actually had somebody faint in the crowd like one of those situations like somebody like really fell out yeah so we had to call ems and then we had to stop Damn for a while it. that happens more than often every time telling you though uh, so but but so we played a little later but coming out it was actually perfect because when i got done the energy was just like it was a good vibe you know, it wasn't like overhyped and like crazy. Yeah. Uh, it was just, it was a really good vibe. Came down to the family and, and all of our friends that came to see us. And everybody was just so nice, man. They were just like, dude, it's so good to have you back. Giving me hugs and stuff. And, you know, we've been praying for you and stuff. I'm just like, man, like all the love and validation that I felt through all this shit, all, all it really does is make me want to be a better guy, like a better man and, and, and work harder and do even more for people because it's like contagious. You know, it just, it makes me like, I never knew that I was valued like that. You know, I never knew that I, that I mattered that much. I always I just thought I was like, I'm a musician. I go, I create a vibe for a night, and then that's kind of it. The mere fact that you had a, a, a village that was really ready to rally behind you and they had your back. Unbelievable. That's that's yeah. all we ask for is for people to reach back out to us. Like, if I'm reaching to you, I want somebody to reach back. Yeah, that, That's what it's majority about. Most people don't have people that's going to reach and back. And what's crazy is a lot of musicians that performed at that benefit, I've performed at other benefits with those musicians. Really? Like we've done benefits for other musicians. We've done benefits for like the Bahamas when they had the hurricane. We did a benefit together. Um, we've done, I mean, all kinds of stuff. Any, any type of benefit that comes around, I always try and tag along to it. And uh, a lot of the people who performed at mine 
we that's how we met was a benefit show wow just a, a do you uh, do you have like a local crew of, of guys that you know across like you know central florida or the state or something like that you just kind of for for what it's worth with? dude the southwest florida music family is like unmatched i've been around the country i've seen a lot of like like uh, musical communities unmatched here like we're all with each other there's no th there's competition in the aspect of like we all want shows but there's so much work here there's so much potential here that we all just look out for each other right hey, there's so many venues on the water there's so many venues you know and everybody's different we all have our different thing that we bring some people are more like steel drum and, and, and tropical some people are more alternative like myself some people are more jazz some you know some people are more blues so but we can all play what's awesome is all four of those artists can play the same venue in the same week and nobody's taking work from anybody and and also we look out for each other obviously with the benefit but like even if i lose my voice one day and i, I can make a phone call i got a, a roster of people that can just be like hey dude i'm sick can you cover for me over at x venue whatever venue it is yeah. and nine times out of ten yeah and if they can't either they'll get somebody or you just go down your list and call people yeah. we all lean on each other man it's it's really like i've seen a lot of really um intensely competitive music communities and this is not that this is very like we love each other we look out for each other and it's um it's a blessing to be a part of it honestly it is I mean, you, you you really hear about the music industry people being cutthroat like yeah. people are trying to take your your gigs and yeah. so on and so forth and I, honestly, honestly though i think you hit the nail on the head just now with a little bit more and that's what you were diving into kind of the the thing that you literally veered away from mm -hmm. is what a vast majority of people that get into the music industry are veering towards and i you know that god that's that's hard man i i hate to backtrack on that but now i'm kind of registering that like you have deals where there's big money on the fucking table and you're like it's, it's not my vibe yeah. right to me like how the how the fuck do you say no to that you know what i'm saying but yeah. it's like you you led you made the decision based upon what was most important to you mm -hmm. and declassified money as a thing. I think that's really hard. I got I got to give a lot of kudos for that. So so I'm a firm believer in value over price. So like it, the value of my freedom and the value of like me not having somebody who now owns me because I signed a contract, yeah. uh, the value of having the freedom to be like, hey, you know, I'm going to take the family. We're going to go out of the state for a couple of days and, you know, go take a quick vacation or, or whatever. Um, and the value of my the, the joy that I get out of booking myself, putting my shows together, experiencing a gig and being like, I put all this together and I made this happen. That validation, that 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 success feeling, that's that's more valuable to me than 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 a than a number, than yeah. than, than price. So yeah. it's va value over price. That's another. Th I, I hear all these quotes and I never remember who does them. Yeah, I'm, I just, I'm, I'm, one, I'm one to take yeah. that right there. I'm gonna take that and run with it. Value yeah. take that price. right there. I feel like yeah. I've always had that mentality. I yeah. just didn't never have a quote to say it. Like Word. Brooke. Worked his behind off. Me, yeah, I kicked I, my I feet still up. Do. I worked five hours a day, and I was like, "Hey, Brooke, what you doing? We still, had, working. We <laughs> still working, dude." We had we yeah. had a long standing time frame because when we went, when we first came out, bro, that was one of my big things. I've talked about it a couple times in the pod. My, I have the I have the most insane fear of being broke, hmm. so it drives me to work twenty four seven, and I I intentionally and I learned from Keon and I learned actually a lot from Chris too. I force myself to take breaks to make sure I spend time family, right? So I intentionally go to spend time with my son, my daughter, you know, every, everybody involved. Um, and But that fear is always there. So it's like if there's an opportunity to take that type of money regardless, I'm going to take it. I'll figure the rest out later, mm -hmm. right? Whereas Keon, when he first got out, 
right? He would call me at nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, I'm already done. What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, but but think about it. You're you're always gonna make that much money. He's like, why do I need more? And I to me that question just blew my mind. How? What do you mean? What do you, what the fuck do you mean? <laughs> you don't have this. You don't have that. You don't have this. You don't have that. And later on, the material things faded. Yeah, so it's not necessarily material things. It's more about what the legacy for the kids and yeah. th that type of perfect thing. example of value over price. Like, yeah. like perfect example. See, exactly. So and still though, I think that he still embodies that way better than I do. Cause we actually do the same thing now. Yeah. We have and, the same job. Yeah. And he'll, okay, okay. he'll, you know what I'm saying? He'll, he's like, Oh yeah, no, no, no. He works his ass off. He does. But, when Keon time comes, like, oh, I'm, I'm going to take Keon time. But the difference is, I, I have <laughs> that inner artist. No, I'm just saying, but I have that inner artist in me as well. Like mm -hmm. I told you just before we, we started the show, like, at some point, I got to give me time. Yeah, and me to. time is not, you know, working out. Me time is not going out there and running. Me time is sitting in the room. It could be the lights off. It doesn't even have to have lights on. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And just my favorite artist is playing in the background. And I'm singing along to the top of my lungs to when my voice is cracking. I don't care. I grew up off like boys and men and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah. So you you have those moments. And I want to go back to what you said before, mm. just because we have artists that are watching that your value where you are. So you don't have to go to Nashville or Atlanta or mm. all these places where people are doing music. There's value where you are. Yeah. And you 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 would hate to say this, but most people believe that you have to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. And have a certain yeah. group of people to see you, yeah. in order to to really have value. If that's your goal, do your thing. You know, if if that's what you want, like I'm not trying to do the whole like millions of followers thing. It's not like my my goal. Yeah, I don't really want that. Yeah. I just I just like the 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 idea of being an artist, and that's like what I'm known for, and and being comfortable, and that's that's pretty much it. You're painting your own picture, so yeah. it's one. Sorry of about that. <laughs> if you guys heard that, I'm sorry about the notification. No. Avery's trying to get into her. Uh, her Nintendo Switch right now. Uh, she's trying to do some shit she's not supposed to. Uh, she put the incorrect pin number in twice now. Oh, okay. Mm. Sin. I'm getting ready to turn that bitch Sin. off. Sin right Sin it. Sin oh, it. It's all right. all right. Parenting never stops. We interrupt this episode to bring you Joe's Backyard Barbecue. A delicious, amazing, gourmet-type backyard barbecue meal with the most amazing service and the most amazing person that you can have at the helm. Cooking those amazing ribs the amazing brisket, and all the wonderful spices and barbecue sauce that you can imagine. So if you're in the Lake Worth, Florida area, make sure you go and see your boy Joe at Joe's Backyard Barbecue. And now back to the episode. So what would you say is is like, what would you say is next? Obviously, we went over kind of a little bit of a short-term goal is you want to have a Christmas album, mm -hmm. right? And you, you know, a few things in the next year. But what do you want say 10 15 20 years from now what would be your ultimate goal obviously money's not the number one thing for you right so if you felt like in 20 years i would be i would consider myself the successful the most successful devon star ever if Got these it. things so though money isn't the most important thing i'm a firm believer that if you do something wholeheartedly and do it well you can sell it yeah. Like whatever it is, uh, people buy anything. Uh, so really especially do. these days, you know, yeah, really Christ's really sake. But um, so for me, big picture is because I know I'm, I'm aware that in, you know, 20, 30 years, whatever, I, I won't be able to be doing solo stuff as much as I am now. I've been averaging like 25 shows a month and I 
now I'm, I'm pulling it down after the accident and stuff and kind of slowing down. But I know that, you know, in, in 20 years or so, I won't be able to do stuff like that. Um, so my ultimate goal is to be an engineer. That's why I'm going to full sale. Um, I, I want to be an engineer. I want to score for movies and TV shows and um, commercials and even like doing jingles is fun. Like any, any form of uh, work from the house. Like I really want to be able to do production uh, in, in multiple uh, aspects. But then also I, I like recording and I like um, I, I, I'll still like performing. And as long as my body will let me, I will perform. As long as I'm physically capable, whether it's here, 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 whatever, as long as I'm capable, it'll happen. And I, into my 80s, I don't care. Like, I, I just know it. That's just how I'm, I'm wired that way. Like, if I'm 85 years old and I can still play a guitar and I can't sing, I'm going to go play a guitar. That's awesome. I, I tell everyone, uh, I don't know what any of y'all was watching, but real successful people never stop working. And and that that's the, the people want to say, hey, I want to uh, work certain, me, so hard for a certain period of time and then they just stop. Yeah, and, and to me, I never see a world where I just don't work. It's just like you got to be obsessed, man. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a huge Kobe fan, have been since I was a kid, mm -hmm. and that mama mentality thing, like that's that's so true to form. Yeah. You know, like if you if you love something and you're obsessed with it, like you just do it forever. Yeah, see, so, yeah, and that's the other part. I think people would change that. Like you said, truly successful people don't size the truly happy people. Mm. Truly happy people don't stop. Mm -hmm. I think happiness, it, it, but happiness varies. It comes and goes. And, uh, joy, joy, well, uh, joy, joy. That's that's the word. That's actually a great comparison. I heard this. I can't remember where I heard it. I didn't say this for the first time. Someone else did. Joy is something that you maintain long for long periods of time. Happiness is single moments when mm. you achieve something or when mm. something good happens or okay. like <laughs> when you're getting down. Like I'm happy about this. But Not joy me. is something. <laughs> <laughs> joy is something that you maintain through the longevity like of your that. life. When I think if you if you down, are getting you, down, Jesus, go ahead. What go ahead. is the getting down? <laughs> what is that? It's when you're getting your back scratched. Yeah, getting your back. Yeah, by you your know, brother. You know. I just got down earlier. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> you guys are dirty. I'm just throwing it out there. You guys are filthy. So, straight filthy down. Filthy so as as we dove into that, and I was really trying to make a big splash here, and you were, and, you were, you, yeah, were. And, you made yeah. a big splash. Yeah, you fucked it up. <laughs> you wrote, you wrote Thanks, back. man. Really yeah, appreciate. It's all right. It's so, all right. I, that's fantastic, man, dude. I love that shit. So. <sighs> Wow, that's dude, that's fantastic. I love it. I'm not gonna lie, dude. I'm kind of, I'm kind of juiced up a little bit. Right I now. am too. I, like, to the mere fact that you said I, I want to do this some eighty, mm -hmm. that's what my goal is in life. I want to find something that I want to do for the rest of my life, mm -hmm. and I find the ultimate joy behind it. Whether it makes me money or not, it is irrelevant because yeah. we all have an end date. We we have no control yeah. over exactly. So if I can find that. I can do this for the rest of my life. Whether it be this right here, where we're just sitting down in front of a camera and, and being ourselves, mm -hmm. as long as I find joy and no one can take that away from me, whether you have a good show or a bad show, I did what I wanted to do. That's badass. That, that's that's all that matters to me. If I could be an artist tomorrow, I would be. But I feel like I'm, I'm I'll be too afraid of other people's attention. I mean, emotion towards it remember you were talking about earlier the feeling you had when you were a kid and mm -hmm. you were like on stage doing the singing thing and you were like love that i would say channel that i would say channel that vibe you know like rem remind yourself that that you've been in front of a crowd even if you were a kid and you loved it and the crowd loved it mm -hmm. like it just that childlike joy doesn't come no what he meant to say was 
and I hate to do this, but I'm gonna call it out. Go ahead. Like exactly like the wedding singer. Remember, give me time. <laughs> you suck. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what Kanye is afraid of. When you when you do that, please let me know when and where, because <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be there. Yeah, and I'm gonna have me some fun. I'm not, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying go to karaoke, have a bunch of shots, and jump up and expect to be a rock star. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> <laughs> uh, whatever whatever it is that you're trying to do, like just use that mentality of that that. That, that kid, you know, I like, mean, a little more fearless, you know. This generation, we have a lot more. Uh, I want to say internet gangsters mm-hmm. or people mm-hmm. that just say, oh, "Dude, they're be, called gangbangers." Yeah, they're know, called internet gangbangers. You know, the, the Twitter f- fingers. It's always Twitter somebody fingers. that has an opinion. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's I, actually I didn't great. That's yeah. actually a fucking phenomenal point because honestly, we recently did. Um, I don't know if you saw the last one we did with a guy named Matt Wilson, mm-hmm. and on the show. Um, very, very important to say. And before I dive into that, Matt was training for um, a professional bodybuilding like competition. Yeah, yeah. And he, we identified all this stuff in there. He was on PEDs at the time. He is the type of person that if he's not training for it, he's not going to be on it, right? But he learned very quickly getting into that profession and being a bodybuilder. What did he say? He said his first show, he went out, he was drug-free and all clean. And won. And won. Right, yeah. he went out there for a second and third show out back out to California, and he's he said he saw fucking giants. Literally, he said, "Who the fuck are you?" Like, it was, it was, a, it was a unique type thing. But the Twitter finger people on the internet, bro, they had all kinds of shit to say in our comments. They were talking mad shit. Now, mind you, I mean, keep it coming. Because the more you guys comment and talk shit to us, it's great. Because that <laughs> our videos went through the fucking roof. Engagement, yeah, engagement, <laughs> baby. There was literally one one guy that said commented on us. He said, "Who the fuck would listen to this shit?" I literally sent him that half fucking salute face. I said, "Thanks, chief." Yeah. Right. The, w- w- like several of those videos, fifty thousand views, and legit and majority majority get like five thousand likes or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like they're blown up. Yeah. Just people be negative people have something to say, but the positive effect from it. So whenever I see it, like honestly, I'm I'm embracing it. I fucking love it. Yeah. Whenever whenever it gets shown to me. But it just it amazes me how people in today's world, and I know people have talked about it before. If you've never done anything with your life and you just like feel the need to talk shit about somebody who's making decisions they're moving forward with something they're passionate about or whatever or yell from the back be a yell from the back of the bar or, or the venue that you're at you suck like yeah. why why you know what i mean like especially on the internet it's like why it's it's just, it doesn't gonna, make sense to me but yeah. the difference is it's always gonna be somebody like yeah. <laughs> <a problem with, laughs> bring it back to the old days it's just inevitable yeah. it's, just, it's, it's inevitable dude it's like the rain like yeah you could sit here and go why is it raining all you want but it, it, it's gonna rain Don't yeah mind. exactly it's just, it just that stuff baffled me and now in in today's mindset i think everybody knows on here that i really don't give a fuck what people think about me yeah right. i'm right. just saying yeah. but it's but, it's People always have an opinion about someone that's trying. Yes, like exactly. if, if I'm trying, they they have a, a a comment or something to say about it. Like, it's people that are working and it's people that aren't working. Yeah, I'm gonna always be the person that's working. So if yeah. you're gonna have an opinion, that's the reason why people most people go into the gym with headphones on because yeah. I don't care about you t- saying something about me trying. Yeah, I'm. I want b- better for me. I want more for me. Yeah, and that's all I, I, I say when it comes to true artistry, is you want to grow in this. And people are always, instead of watering people, they try to, you know, cover the light. 
I only every time I get somebody who does that, right? Like comments something smart on one of my live videos or whatever. If maybe I don't know a song, they want to talk trash, or if they don't like the way I sing, they talk trash. Every time I do that, I, I try to rewire my brain to be like, if they're talking that much trash, I must be doing something right. Because you can't do anything good without haters. That's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, think think about the most famous. Think about literally like Kendrick Lamar, one of the best hip hop artists ever to exist. Mad haters, mm -hmm. mad haters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't get no. Doesn't matter what level. There's gonna be people who just yeah. disapprove. I mean, want to talk trash. Think about it. It's the, just validation to me. The more higher end the athlete the more criticism that Dude. comes. Same thing with LeBron James. How much crap does there's he a, get? Yeah, there's a vast majority of people that truly like hate LeBron James and have never even seen him in person. <laughs> Why? Because people compare him to Jordan all the time. And yeah. it's like, damn. So, <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? So I, I totally get where you're coming from. That's fantastic. Dude, all right. So we got to we gotta break it out. This is my favorite segment of the pod. It's my absolute fucking favorite. He, he's lying. He hates this. Every time we do this, he's always like, I always bring the shitty end of the I'll stick. be honest. There's quite a few. There's quite a few where everybody has some pretty good things, right? And in case you don't know, right, it is the Spice of the Week brought to you by Joe's Backyard Smokehouse. Yes. Joe's right? Backyard Smokehouse. Exactly. Yes. Best fucking barbecue ever. But Spice of the Week, in case you don't know, um, you got to tell us something in the last week that puts you into that positive vibe, right? It can be an event. It could be a very small thing. It can be a very big thing. It could be a conversation or just a thought process you had. Yeah. Um, primary example, uh, Chris at, at one point had a really, really good one. Um, he said that uh, the thought process in his brain was he's been working like crazy since a hurricane and stuff. And he said, don't put a limitation on what you think you can do. Mm. He's like, because every single day I'm like, man, sometimes I'm tired, but I keep pushing myself. And all of a sudden, I get to the end of the week, and I'm like, man, I, I could do even more. The power of one more, my dude. Yes, the power exactly. of one more. Yeah. And I can do one more. Exactly. I can so, do one more. Yeah. It's like that that one, and then you have the other side of the ones where sometimes you get up and you have a bowl of cereal, and it just fucking makes it makes the rest of the week seem like it's just a miracle come true. <laughs> right? yeah. And that was that was mine one week, and everyone else made me look like <laughs> Mike's shit. Mike's like, I ate the last of Lucky Charms and watched my daughter cry. It was amazing. Very, so, very <laughs> confident it was Lucky <laughs> Charms that week. Amazing. Very confident. That's crazy. So, uh, but that—that's what it is. Basically, the thing or whatever happened that kind of puts you in where all of a sudden the next few days of that week you're just like, damn, I feel good. Yeah, you know, you got that good vibe going. So we're gonna start off. Kanyezy, what you got? Mine is relatively simple. Uh, it yeah. came from our token. I mean, like he had this childlike smile on his face that was amazing, yeah. and he was like, "I got something for you," and I, I haven't seen Chris in a while. But to see him, he came out with a jersey of my favorite player. Oh, yeah. You know. Who, who's your favorite player? Lamar Jackson. Oh, word. Yeah, he came out with Lamar Jackson, got it the color that I wanted. And, you know, it's it's the signed jersey. And it goes without saying, like, you know, that's that kid that comes out. So for the rest of the week, I don't care what happens. <laughs> you mean, I, I, I got, he thought about me when nobody else, when I didn't think no one else was thinking about me. Hell yeah. And he just thought about the joy that you get from being a kid wearing mm. your favorite player's jersey. As soon as he gave it to me, I put it on, went to go take <laughs> some pictures of it. It's already on my Instagram. And I, I went to go, I just modeled it inside the bathroom. I hid it away from these guys. <laughs> but I was so excited. Like, this is, uh, this is, this made my day. So I didn't Amazing. care what else happened, where we went. We haven't eaten this morning at all. And normally I would be in a grumpy mood by this time, but I'm so ecstatic about that and then when we sh once we show up here 
this was like my childhood dream. I always wanted to be like Usher when I was a kid. I wanted to be on stage kicking and dancing <laughs> and singing and all that good stuff. And to see someone else that's actually living that dream is like the day can't go any any yeah. higher. I'm already at the, the, the pinnacle of the day. Yeah. So just me- meeting Devin and being around him and seeing someone live the dream and saying it's possible is amazing. Yeah. Oh, man. He's got those vibes too, right? Yeah, that, 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 my vibe is there. My vibe is there. It's funny, dude. He's been like that. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, Chris, 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 you know. Second time. I've been to custom. And it happened during Spice of the Week. Yes. Lee. Lee. Yeah. Turn that shit Yeah. Hey, but Lee needs you. Lee's a. He does. He does. Yeah. He's my sponsor. He's a sponsor. Oh, shit. I already know who he is. Oh, maybe. Take it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. It's all okay. Right. It's okay. We'll be back. Go ahead. It's on yeah. you. It's all good, man. Hey, yeah. we're organic here. We're real. Yes. We're real. Yeah. That's important, man. That's important stuff. I well, was whenever say, yeah, he calls. No, usually yeah, we dude. just give him shit, but yeah. When, when yeah, when that stuff happens, he, he really does. If you guys don't know, you know, Chris is uh, an amazing person, and he yeah. always knows. I mean, he deals with people that are addicts and so on and so forth, yeah. and we all need somebody that if we're struggling in that moment that we can reach out to. And this yeah. Lee is not a, a kid. He's barely a friend in, mm-hmm. in, in that aspect of it, but Chris will at the shower, you know, at the drop of a dime, answer the phone when Lee needs it. Yeah, him. legit. He's at, <laughs> being being the sponsor for Lee. There's certain times where he's literally got to drop what he's doing. He's got to go be there because you know, so, well, we all need help. We may we, well, uh, yeah, we're gonna say Lee. I think we can say that. It's all right. You, you don't Sorry, know. His we last didn't name. say his last name, so we're yeah, good. It, it, but either way, so whenever Lee calls, there's moments and times where Lee may be in trouble and he's thinking about. You know some things he shouldn't Relapse be doing, blah, blah, blah. and that's what that's yeah, where man. Chris comes in and steps in. And to be honest, it's amazing that we got here that Chris is now a sponsor. First time he told me he was going to be a sponsor, I said, "Are you fucking crazy?" Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Chris, Chris, Chris went through that process. He went through like what six rehabs. Yeah. We told we went over a little bit in the first. Mm-hmm. We'll have to actually reshoot that that first episode one day just to like really get the story because we were you know we were very unorganized at the time it was our first episode, but. At the same time, we had some funny stories and we had some, you know, serious parts. But I think if we went a little bit more, more linear, I watched that part be. one and two. I was out in the garage working on my guitars, like getting them ready for the month and stuff. Yeah. I just threw that up on my phone and just yeah. And I was gonna like say Dev, Devin actually lived through some of that stuff. Yeah. So yeah, because not like we were, not super personally, but I mean, I was around. You know? Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. There was there was a long period of time where we were hanging out quite a bit. So Chris was never sober. So yeah, yeah Chris yeah, was yeah. Chris yeah. was never sober. Never sober. But. We digress. So let us let us break down. Dev Dev, what is your spice of the week? So I I think my number one would be the moment that I got the the okay from the doctor and and everybody to say, Hey, you're good to start performing again. You're you're after the accident and stuff. Obviously that's not like a common one for me. Um I feel like in a regular week it would be a way different answer, but uh because of the circumstances. Yeah. Um that's pretty, <laughs> you, you, you want me to go ahead and just put him on the porch? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. Hold on. Hey, Chris, go on the porch. Chris doesn't realize he's getting kicked out. Yeah, hold on. No, no, no. Yeah, that way. The sliding glass door. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to apologize to our audience. <laughs> Remember. Chris is only working with 
half half the crayon box. Yeah, half the crayon box. Yeah. You can press still. You can press the elevator. It's I love. Yeah, to yeah, yeah. It only goes up to level one. Yeah, level to one. To be honest, <laughs> you could probably just have uh, your person cut, and we can ask me the question again. And we can just go from there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, Dev, Dev, what is your spice of the week? So, because of the circumstances. I would say it is that I got the okay from my doctor and everybody that I can start performing again. Uh, in a normal week, it would be a way different answer, like a bowl of cereal or whatever, yeah. but uh, or like a good vocal warm up or someday I woke up feeling good. But in this circumstance, it, it's very uh, tied to I got the okay to start doing shows again and was allowed to start practicing. I could I could bend my hand. I could actually start you know playing my guitar and rehearsing and getting in here and, and working again. Um, so that was that was really motivating, really exciting. Um, I spent about nine hours a day just practicing, playing, and sitting in here and just working on anything I could to get back. Because when you don't perform for a while, you you lose your chops. Like it's use it or lose it is very true in in yeah. in being a musician. So I uh, I was really motivated by that. I was really really happy, really excited to start getting back to things. Was able to you know start booking the shows and and getting back into my flow. I, I want to say, Devin. I mean, just, just side note. Um, I think I'm gonna I'm a piggyback on your spice of the month. Just your first show yesterday. It had to be a point where you felt like, will I ever be able to do this again? He told us about it when yeah. his dad jumped up, and he's like, "I'm not crying right now." No, I'm yeah. just saying. But yes. it, it, even when it. he was going through the the, the rehab, he's like, right, right, right. "I may not ever get." No one's going to vocalize that point yeah. and say, "Man, I may not be able to do what I used to do." I would there never was, be the same again. So, so uh, on on the couch, I sat right there on my couch. My it reclines. I literally laid there like for so long, like weeks and weeks. And I would question it. I would be like, you know, to myself, like, man, am I going to be able to like, like, my back is messed up. Am I going to be able to drum again? Like, am I going to be able to do this? Or am I going to have to sit and play the rest of my life? Like, uh, how's this going to work? And then, you know, it, it wasn't like super anxiety, but it, it was anxiety, like kind of toying with me. But the day that I was able to get up, walk around the house, and come sit at the drum set, yeah. And I just tried playing a little bit and I was like, oh, it kind of hurts. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. So I went back and like a week later, came back and tried again. And I was able to like kind of hit a beat and kind of get back into it. Yeah. it. That that moment clicked. We're like, okay, I can, I can play again. Like I'll be, I'll make it happen. And then another week or two went by and I sat here and played for like an hour without realizing it. Like as I was getting cleared, I, yeah. I, I played for like an hour and was like, holy shit, I can do this. And I just broke down, yeah. like sobbing on that drum. <laughs> like, <laughs> just go. just like so grateful that like I didn't get paralyzed, that I didn't die, you know, yeah. but like that I had still had my my legs working and my arms working. And uh, that, that was that was a huge, huge thing for me. This is an absolutely beautiful answer. I want you to know that. This is a beautiful answer. Yeah, that's and once saying. again, I have to follow it. Yeah, you got yeah, great, great job. I'm, 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 I'm not going last anymore. I'm tired of this shit. <laughs> he said it was his Bullshit. favorite part. Yeah. You're earning that, yeah. baby. Bullshit. <laughs> so. Go ahead. No, fuck. The All right, is so legit, that 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 deserves definitely a tip of the cap because that's that's that creates an amazing vibe. And obviously that's unique for this, per, this particular week. Um, but I mean, honestly, that's the type of vibe that can last literal years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's amazing. I love that shit. So I would have to say my spice of the week, right? Come on, give it to us. Give it yeah. to us. The, the crowd is waiting. They Legit, dude. I day. came up with this on Tuesday. Gotcha. And now that we're sitting here with this and I'm I'm now I'm thinking like mine happened today. Should I just think of something on the spot? No, like, mine happened today. So you know what though? I will. I'm actually. I am going to switch it up because something that happened this morning. There is a certain point in time when 
you have things planned. And being that we're shooting a podcast, one thing about me, I am horrible when it comes to remembering shit. I'm horrible when it comes to planning. I am so fucking unorganized when it comes to that stuff, right? Most successful people are. Go ahead. Yeah. And that was actually like a backhanded compliment. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was uh, literally going to be like, that sucks being a perfectionist and being. <laughs> yeah, and, it's weird. Yeah. It's a weird yeah. concept. But um, I love to put myself at the highest possible challenge and then expect perfection. So it's 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 kind of unique when we're doing this podcast now. It's forcing me to have to change my ways a little bit because there are certain times that, that honestly, uh, Kanye's got frustrated as shit. He's like, bro, you said we had this at this day, this at this day. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot to tell you about this and that. Like, And I know I do it. He knows I do it and he just puts up with it. It's amazing. He's been here for years. <laughs> but I this morning. Rub your back. Just yes. Yeah, right. you won't rub my back, though. <laughs> so this morning, um, we made a plan, right? We had things that we had to do. I had to do all Saturday, things he had to do on, on Saturday. And we made a specific plan that he was going to arrive at my house 6 a.m. because we traveled all the way here, wanted to shoot early in the morning, so we had a little bit of the day, you know, get ready for the week. Um, and I was rolling out of my house, had a big-ass cup of coffee, right? I had my sweater in my hand, turn around, locking my door. As I turn around, my man pulled into my front yard, right? Getting out of the vehicle, I walked straight across got in the front seat of the Tesla. He sat down in the front seat. Mikey gets in the back and we immediately drive away. And it kind of gave me a little bit of a good vibe because I'm like, damn, when a plan comes together. So good. So and there is mm. no, there is no words that's needed. Like there wasn't even like, good morning, big guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was it was just, and every, everything was so smooth. He's like, I'm going to be there at six. Motherfucker rolled at six. I said, I'm going to be walking out the door at six. And it just, it kind of gave me this unique vibe. We had a great drive, started so bullshitting satisfying. on one. <laughs> it was. It was like, it's satisfying, but it also got me thinking about some other times where everything just lined up perfect. Yeah. And you're just yeah. like, damn. And it really gives you like a good feeling for the, like in the next few days, you're just like, yeah. You know what I mean? Speak for yourself. I had a 30 minute train. You, train, you know how you just stop and this is just a train going by? I had my son in the passenger seat, and I'm like, hey, Mikey, let me know when this train goes. And yeah. 30 minutes later, the train finally is, is gone. And I'm like, Listen, yeah, man. just sitting there. His, so his end sucked, but, I mean, my end was great. <laughs> I got there at <laughs> 6 o'clock, but I was trying. My, my goal, I always show up either on time or late. My goal was to get there early. And I ended up getting there right on time. Just be, I loved it. Just, just. <laughs> it, I mean, for me, it was it was enlightening. Like I had a fantastic morning because of it. And I mean, he was he was miserable, but I, you know that's not my problem. That, yeah. that train made your day. Yeah, it, it did. It, it did. It made me feel so good. It's damn shame. And it just it got me thinking though as we were driving here. You know, bullshitting what we usually do. It's like, man, when a plan comes together, there's really nothing nothing better than that. Nothing and it's just fun. everything like really fucking just lays out, and you're just like, damn, that feels good. I like that. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, I, oh, yeah. I like that. Now, I'm going to tell you, since since Chris left, his, his, you know, spice of the month has to be- Spice mid, of the week. Spice of the week. There we go. It's the mere fact that he can continue to reach out to others. What mm. Chris loves more than yeah. anything else is to help people mm. that are struggling with what yeah. he used to struggle with. And when, when he says, once an addict, always an addict, he understands, like, man, I, I got to be there for that person because if mm. I ever feel like I'm going to relapse- 
I want somebody to be there for me. So he takes yeah. that to the most highest thing that you can. And the, the mere fact that he stopped in the middle of what we're doing to be there for somebody that is huge, accountable. Man. It is, yeah. man. That, that's, it, it, it is. It goes that's, without saying. That's, so. That was amazing. I remember, yeah, he was telling us about that. Huge. But he's he's been having, he's been so busy doing a lot of shit. But um, anyway, first of all, number one, we want to thank you so much, dude. Thank you yeah, so much, love, man. dude. And love, it's man. honestly, it's it's been a blast. Like I love, I love the the life adventure that you chose. And I'm not gonna lie, there's pretty much whenever I see him, <laughs> and I'm I, he might oh. be able to back me up on this, but whenever I see him on live, because I'm not on social media a ton, but when I see him on live, I hop on there. I always give like the heart, throw a little of the cash in there, right? And oh, yeah, it's at a yeah. couple couple times, but. <laughs> Um, I just love it, dude. And you could see him just sitting there. He's just having a, he was having a blast, dude, just, <laughs> d- just living his dream. So, um, thank you so much for coming, for co- letting us come over and, and kind of get your story out there, bro. Anytime, and, man. Anytime. We're going to yes, play the music and, in the beginning and at the end. Yeah. I will tell you, exactly. It's not a lot of people I get jealous about, <laughs> but I'm super jealous. So, <laughs> just when the 90 year old touched you, I was, I was immediately jealous. <laughs> so, as we sign off, like where where can people to go go to find your original music? Like so, actually, just uh, my website, which we'll tag at some point. Uh, it's devinstarmusic.com. D e d e v e n s t a r r music.com. There he is. So we're signing off. We told everybody your spice, but we gotta we gotta we gotta get going. What was my um, spice? Huh? Your what you talked what you told us about earlier, being able to help people and be there to support people like Lee and that type of thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Being accountable. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I mean, it, when it comes down to it, you know, like everything's all fun in life and all that. But yeah. but when you help someone, you know what I'm saying? I put that first. You know, I put that first. But even even work, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's fantastic. So we were, uh, Dev Dev was just going over where he could find his music. Whereas we're going to tag him into a lot of the posts. Um, and you guys will see how we do things to make sure, you know, well, you guys will already see some of the ads beforehand. But if you give us, give it, give a chance. Go check him out, right? Download some of his stuff. Um, make sure you go follow him on the socials a little bit. Um, yeah, if you guys I, just Google my name, Devin Star, D E V E N S D A R R. That's how you know you're time. a G. Yeah. Yo, just Google yeah. my just name, Google baby. Me. <laughs> Google me. Yeah, I'm badass. Like, <laughs> and, and above all else, make sure you guys hit that like and subscribe button for the podcast. We appreciate every single one that clicks that button. We also appreciate all the shit talking you guys do because it's really helping out. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for all the love as well. Because we get, like you said before, we get 10 times more love than we do shit talking. But it's funny to talk about that. (laughs) But um, let's continue to keep blasting this thing out. Let's continue to keep growing this thing. And uh, again, thank you guys so much. Out. Hey there. Thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Two Dimes and a Token. We really appreciate your view. We hope you really enjoyed. Uh, If you are interested, we do have some social media sites that you can check out. We have Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And please, whenever you have a chance, hit that follow and subscribe button. Thank you guys, and we'll see you in the next episode.